The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. This is Stacking the Box with NFL insider Matt Berteram and Mark Carmen. Good morning. Welcome in to Stacking the Box. Yes, this is Matt Berteram's first off week. Did I just mess up Berteram's name? Feel bad about that. Congratulations to the Berterams. Uh Kid has been born and is here, and we're on the street. Ben Heisler, welcome, by the way, is that Matt is doing a great job. I believe now day three of uh, uh, being an additional parent. So good to see you, Ben. Uh, big news today, buddy. You've got hot takes coming out of the show, and we've got uh, a bunch of stuff we're giving away as well, or at least a chance to enter sweepstakes. Uh, you know, I also do the Windy City podcast. Mondays at 5 is when that runs. And, uh, yes, we're giving – away a chance to get a Justin Fields jersey over there. Um, if you go to that YouTube page, the link is in the description of the video or the audio podcast. Um, yeah, you got to be 18 or older. Terms, conditions apply. But how about that? Sweepstakes for a Fields jersey, number one. I've got – we have Justin Fields' thoughts on the show coming up, Ben, and I know you're having a big Masters week over there. ton of stuff right now in the Masters, Carm. Like, this is the creme de la creme of news that just came across our timeline 20, 25 minutes ago, Tiger Woods goes, meets with the media. Of course, everyone's trying to figure out whether or not he'll play. The fact that he's even in consideration, considering the less than 14 months ago, pretty debilitating car accident, like serious knee injury, foot, ankle. Like people weren't sure if he was going to walk, let alone play another major. Of course, his rehab goes very well, plays that tournament. Uh, over at the PNC with his son, Charlie. Uh, And now here he is at Augusta, not only, Carm, saying that he's going to plan to play in the 2022 Masters, but that he is going to win the Masters. He says he's not going to enter a tournament, Carm, if he doesn't think he can win. And Tiger Woods says he thinks he can win. I I don't know how the world does not ascend on the golf betting world right now because – there's going to be a lot of money coming in on one Tiger Woods this week. So um, let me just get it all out there. Let's go full 100. Okay. Uh, watching golf, playing golf, it's about like uh, that would be activity number 798 on my uh, top 800 things to do. No offense, Heist. I know you love golf, and I know that most people like it's like it's such an anti thing to say you don't like watching golf on TV, like golf on television. Is there anything worse ever? But Tiger makes it great. Tiger makes it interesting. Tiger's forever confidence that he can do it is amazing. Tiger's, I'm sure he had to work hard to recover. Although, this is a wrong take, but I just kind of put this one out there too. Like golfers rehabbing to play golf. The, I mean, is it even a sport, this luxurious thing? Here it is. Like, that, I mean, that, this, this is how we're this is how we're, we're starting off the show today. Verdam yeah. is out. I get the, the great pleasure of, of, of co-hosting with Carm. Life, lifelong dream, by the way, going back to, to when I was a kid and Carm was on the rise in the Chicagoland area. Uh and, and now here we are, and you're poo-pooing Tiger Woods' yeah. recovery yeah. to terrible. play in the Masters. Like, I apologize. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I cannot think of <laughs> the worst way to start <laughs> off this show than to take the most exciting player that even though like up until 2019, he hadn't won a major since president Obama was in office. Like it had been an awfully long time and we're still hanging on to like this nostalgic element of watching the greatest to ever do it, not do it for 11 years. But Karn, he's in the field. Yeah. He's looking great. Is he the, the, fact, the fact that you don't love watching golf on television tells me that you've never bet on golf in your life. So you're you're missing out on that experience of trying to chase after a guy that's 50 to one 
or 100 to 1 and being in the final round of contention, going after that big boy money. This is this is your moment, Carl. Like, if, if I know you don't care about the rest of it, but go to win bet right now. Go put ten dollars on Tiger at seventy-five to one, and, and if it hits, you and literally everybody else on the planet that's going to be betting on Tiger Woods this week will will get your uh, your, your your what's it called your your tax refund maybe a little bit earlier than you anticipated. Well, is there a, a can I make money on betting him not to make the cut? Can I can I bet that and, and sure. do it? I don't know if WinBet has those odds up available, but it's certainly not going to be 75 to one. I will tell you though, that I don't think that's a terrible play considering everything. Like when you're talking about Augusta and again, this, maybe this is a little bit too inside golf, but I think it's applicable <laughs> for anybody that, you know, is thinking, well, should I bet on Tiger to win the masters besides anything that's sort of in your realm of he's won it five other times before in 2020, the last time he played on tour, I think he he finished in the top 30 or 35. Uh, it, it's a very difficult course to walk. So you're putting a ton of pressure on that surgically repaired knee and foot oh my and God. ankle. Oh like my God. all the hills and valleys of Augusta. Oh, he's got to walk up a hill. It's he's got to walk up lots of hills. <laughs> lots of hills. Oh, my There's God. Peaks. There's valleys. Like oh, it's, it is oh, he's got to go down course. too? Up and down? Are you serious? <laughs> Wow, is there yes. flat land? Yeah, it's not like our parents' car where where they walked uphill to school oh, both ways. Like this, this is, is this is a whole step down. But yes, you can absolutely bet on, on Tiger to miss the cut. And my guess is that with all the money coming in on him, uh, sports books like WinBet will likely give you plus odds that he'll miss the cut, which I think is probably an exceptional bet. I wrote about it at BetSide. I'm I'm not touching Tiger Woods. There's just too much needed and too much inconsistencies between the last time he played, which was two years ago at the Masters, and now while mixing in this crazy accident that happened to him along the way. Like, it's important to have a few rounds ahead of time to practice, to be on tour. He can do it. No, but he can't. You don't, he you don't think there's any chance? No, I think there's, really? a, I think there's a 0.0% chance. Um, and Eddie E will get into what the Saints are up to. And, and yeah. Jalen, I see you with Go Chiefs. But uh, Heiss has got a hot take here uh, on Tiger. And that, you know, if you compare Tiger coming back to Brady coming back, who's more likely to, to scale the mountaintop again? That's how we tie this into football. Uh, as I just am sitting here in amazement that Heiss is telling me about the the, the the peaks and valleys of Augusta uh, and, the, and the Masters and this the challenge that Tiger's going to have and the rest of the golfers for that matter are going to have to you know traverse the course over four days that's it's going to be and, and don't forget the practice rounds beforehand I mean you gotta mm. you uh, do they get to ride in a cart for the practice rounds or do they walk that too I, I think if Tiger wants to ride in a cart for a practice round he's more than able to obviously you're you're not riding in the cart Thursday through Sunday but practice rounds yeah there's there's no reason why he can't do it and i imagine that he would be unless he's really trying to test out the surgically repaired leg in the process but this is this is a fascinating question <laughs> because it's it's all about the window right like tom brady i don't think just came back for this year right and tiger woods isn't showing up at augusta you know to, to quote john lackey he didn't just show up to get a haircut he's they're coming here to win in a short period of time that they have left to be able to be at or near the top of their field. I don't know about you, Carmen. And while I'm giving Tiger more than a 0.0% chance to win the masters because he's done it five times already. And he always has the ability to surprise. I, I think this, there's a very clear answer here and that's Tom Brady. Like the Buccaneers look at their odds. They are the number one team in the NFC to not only win the conference, but right behind Buffalo in their Super Bowl odds, the whole team is basically coming back. And Dominic and Sue said they're you know one player away from being at that championship caliber level. But let's be honest, he's just trying to get himself back on the team. Who's with the AFC is stacked up as it is right now. Like, and Aaron Rodgers has nobody to throw to. Like, he might be able to have to go and catch his own passes this year in Green Bay. Him and Alan Lazard. Who's who's competing in the NFC right now? Who is who is getting in the Bucks' way of a championship until they get to the Super Bowl? And then it's just one game, and then it's Tom Brady. So to me, this is a, a fairly straightforward question. Even though Woods would have more opportunities, I think, to win than 
You know, like he, uh, Woods is already in the he's in the Super Bowl four times a year, which gives him a slight advantage in this type of conversation. But Brady is set up as well as anybody this year to get it done. So I'd go with Brady. Yeah, I, I mean, Brady is the obviously from what I just said earlier to me, the obvious answer. But I am not going to allow Ben Heisler this Ram slander to continue on the show, the defending Super Bowl champs that everyone's like, ah, oh, the NFC is just so-. hold on a second. Did, did, the, did the Rams not go out and get A-Rob? Is Odell maybe even going to come back to the Rams? That, that's an interesting play. Why, are, why is there no respect to the Super Bowl champs, Benny, from you? Let's just talk about you. And, and you're dis, just, just dismissing this, 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 this proud organization. It's really hard to win a Super Bowl again. Think about the last couple times we've seen it. Like the Chiefs and the Bucks, the last two years, what was the whole theme of it all? We're going to run it back. You know, Chiefs are re-signing everybody. They figured out a way to, to fit, you know, mess around with the cap. The whole team, I think, you know, 23 out of, or 21 out of 22 starters return. Get knocked out early in the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay loses earlier than that. Tries to make the great comeback against the Rams. Falls short. They don't win the Super Bowl. They bring everybody back. I, I'm not saying that the Rams can't do it. I'm not giving the CARM 0.0% chance here. But it's incredibly hard. And I think the team like the Bucks having Brady back, bringing everybody back in the process yeah. as well. A-Rob is great. But I like. there's going to be some regression coming along the way with Los Angeles as well. Like, I... I, I I love Cooper Cup. I don't. He's not going to have that type of season again. Like that was an all-time historic season. He doesn't need to. A Rob's coming in, and it is going to be better than anybody who was playing with last. As far as uh, the entire season consistency, uh, listen, I'm not saying they're going to win it again. I'm just saying they're a they're a massive factor in the NFC. People are like it's it's not as wide. It's it is, I suppose, wide open, and the Packers are not at least as presently constituted as good of a football team as they were last year. Um, and I listen, I, Tom Brady, you're absolutely right. He's coming back because he thinks he can win it. Why, why else would he think that? But like, as far as the, the Brady part and like, Oh, you, they didn't go back to back. They didn't, but that was an incredible football game. They were right there. I mean, they, they, this was a coin flip away from doing it again. I mean, an, an, another amazing, absurd Brady performance to get him back into a game that everyone thought they were going to win and then and just didn't. But, there were, you know, it wasn't like they didn't have a competitive season. And I expect the Rams to be right there again, too. All right, so let me let me give you the, the latest odds over at WinBet to win the NFC. Put, put the Super Bowl aside for a second because we're just trying to talk about the path to get there. Right now in the NFC, um, and, and this was fairly updated, both your Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are four to one to win the NFC. You have Green Bay right behind them at plus four fifty, so four and a half to one. Then San Francisco at five to one, and then there's a pretty steer, a pretty steep um, tier behind. Dallas is eight fifty plus eight fifty. Arizona plus eleven hundred, and the Eagles are fifteen to one. And everyone else is just way behind them. So. The level of competition in the AFC or in the NFC, I should say, is just not at anywhere near the same level as the AFC. But like, do you like the Rams as much knowing that they have the same odds as Tampa Bay? Or do you look at them as like maybe they become a better value as the season goes on? Maybe they have a bit of a Super Bowl hangover, put together another solid second half run. Like are, are you how are you sort of evaluating the Rams? Once the season starts, like, do you expect them to just be juggernauts from the beginning to be the number one seed in the NFC? Or do you think like that's another team that once the playoffs come along, they'll figure it out because they did it last year? Uh, listen, um, it's micromanaging a football season is a bad idea, period. We can I mean, we, there's a zillion examples. And let's go back to last year in the Kansas City Chiefs and how that was micromanaged. And they were they were done. They weren't even going to make the playoffs the way they started the season. And then, oh, here they come and and they're they're making a run to the Super Bowl. You know, like I I, I don't uh, I I just look at like listen. You know, to your point about repeating. You know what you need when you try to repeat. You need fresh blood. You need hungry people. You need different energy in the room. 
And the Rams are going about doing that. And so then you look around the NFC, who do you like right now? Do I see you? I've been proven wrong a zillion times on this too. Doubting Tom Brady. No way he's going to do it again in Tampa. That guy goes out and wins the damn Super Bowl. So I, you'd be an idiot to count out the Bucks, but right now, I don't know if I'm answering your question, Ben, but like right now, would I put the Rams in front of the Bucks? I would, uh, yeah. as far as overall talent of the roster and, and where they're at. I, I, but so, and I do look at the conferences wide open here. Like, um, and we can get into, I'm not going to say the Saints are a legit contender, but like it's a really interesting little moment in New Orleans Saints time here with Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton and making a huge trade to get an extra draft pick. Are they trying to move up to get another quarterback? Or are they just trying to add talent to, to make some weird run? I mean, uh, I, if people aren't following the, the exact trade, I can, you know, I can give you the, the, the and, and now Tyron Matthew, by the way, is visiting, which is an interesting thing. Uh, but they get, you know, Saints are getting two 22 first round picks, 16 and 19, a 2022 uh, sixth round pick, and Eagles get a 22 first round pick and a 2023 first round draft pick, 2024 second round pick. Bottom bottom line, um, you know, you 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 just the Saints have 16 and 19. The Eagles have 15 and 18. They had three. Now they have two. And everyone thinks yeah. they're making this move to give themselves more capital down the line in the in the case that they want to punt on Jalen Hurts, which uh, despite the positive things they're saying about him is very much likely. I think the Saints are trying to draft a quarterback and move up here, Ben. But I don't know. I mean, how do you how do you see it? Yeah, I think they are, too. I think Winston provides sort of that perfect short term opportunity where if he balls out, then you have a, a nice sort of decision on your hands. If you do draft a quarterback in the first round, um, and there's a lot of interest in, in either Malik Willis, I think Kenny Pickett right now is three to one over at WinBet to go to the Saints in the first round. Um, if it's kind of the best case scenario, and it's also smart, I think. Like like long term, obviously, I think the Eagles benefit the most, and, and we can get into whether or not they should be focused on on trying to develop Jalen Hurts because I think they should be. To me, this just makes a lot of sense for New Orleans in your in their current situation. They have a championship caliber defense. That defense is really, really good. And they generate pressure. And if they sign Tyron Matthew, like you mentioned, an opportunity for, for a bit of a homecoming there, uh, that shores up more areas in that secondary that was good last year, but, but could be even better. And another Super Bowl winner to your roster. The defense is good enough to win now. Dennis Allen's the head coach. Like, there, there's not going to be a drop off, I don't think, in that spot. I, I think what the issue becomes is a whether or not Winston can stay healthy because they were, I think, five and two when Winston started last year, looking like they were going to be a playoff team. Maybe not a contender, but probably better than most anticipated. I, I just don't know whether or not that means that they're going to go and seek out more capital. Like, you still may not have Alvin Kamara due to a potential suspension that could be on the way for him after an off-season incident. Who knows what's going to happen with Michael Thomas at this point. If they're a contender, they're not trading him. They need to try to work it out and get him a quarterback that he's going to, to gel with to have any sort of a chance in a wide-open NFC. The, the Saints are a really interesting team, and that's a moment for them where, yeah, you're going to be mortgaging a bit of your future with some of that draft capital, but if you're going to get your quarterback for the future, and if you think you can get one of the two guys that you want in either Pickett or, or Willis, uh, by all means, go for it. And you have both a short-term solution that could potentially be a longer-term solution if Winston ends up having the same success this year than he did in the early part of last year. Well, that, that's the weird part about it, though, right? You're to, to everything you just laid out, you've got a defense that is capable of winning now. You've got two veteran quarterbacks, which aren't sexy, but maybe can win you football games. You have $75 million over the cap that you have to deal with, and you're, so you have no ability to go out and add players, but you could do it in the draft. So you, you're, you've got to do this you're doing it now to try and win now, but then you might be drafting your quarterback of the future, which doesn't, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't all, it's like, it's. You're, you're trying to rebuild on the fly while which, also which, remaining in a, in a, in a championship window area for contending. Nearly it's impossible. Not an easy thing to do. It's nearly impossible to do. Tried and, and failed at probably 99 times out of a hundred. 
Uh, the Patriots are trying to do it right now. Teams just don't, as much as there's tanking in like literally all sports right now, teams don't want to be bad. There's a lot of organizations just like that sucks. Don't want to be at the bottom. The Saints maybe. I, I doubt that this is factoring in, but had a long history of being at the bottom. We don't want to go back there ever again. Let's just try to, at, 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 at worst, hang in the middle here and be a team that's competing for a playoff spot. Uh, but it's super interesting. And, and also, like, you know, by all the draft calculators out there, they lost the deal. Value of picks. Saints yeah. lose. Eagles win. I love what Philly's doing, right? I mean, this is all... Philly is like the uh, the the responsible thirty eight or thirty two year old who's you know putting money in his four hundred one k and is also like dropping stuff into buying Bitcoin every week, maybe putting twenty five dollars a check into Bitcoin. Right. Whereas the Saints are like buying it, it doesn't feel like they're buying penny stocks, but they're 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 definitely on the high end of the risk to, uh, the higher end of the risk. Uh, uh, continuum. Thank you very much, if you will. The Saints, the Saints got a stock tip from their high school buddy who, right. you know, made it big, lives a fairly lavish lifestyle, Go also by- in that same age range, you know, where maybe you should think about settling down, but he's still the playboy going out all the time, you know, gets the bottle service in the club, right. maybe right. living a little bit beyond his means. And you let him know, hey, see this company over here? No one's talking about him. You're going to want to get in on them. That IPO is coming. Dive in. Give me what you got because this is going to be huge for you. Like that's it's kind of what they're doing. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it's a spectacular fail. But I'm, I'm fascinated by it because I, I do think the Saints are in that spot where like Winston's not making a lot of money for somebody that can give you above average quarterback play. You also kind of know what he is too. But it was working in that offense a season ago, they were a good team when Winston was on the field. And then when he went out and he got hurt, everything just completely eviscerated. The defense could only do so much uh, as they were rotating between Trevor Simeon and, um, and Taysom Hill, who is now, you know, squarely focused on becoming the best tight end he can be. I don't know. I, I think the saints plan actually kind of makes a little bit of sense. And then from, from Philadelphia standpoint, you know, they, they make great trades, Carm. They make exceptional deals for draft picks. Uh, but if any of those draft picks go towards a wide receiver, who knows if it's going to end up working out? I mean, I I was big on Jalen Rager. Like I got that one completely wrong. I thought this is going to be a dude with that's a great deep threat. That's going to be really solid uh, in that offense. They had some other pieces around him. Um, obviously, Devontae Smith is looking like a nice weapon for them and a really good possession receiver for years to come. But I, I don't know, man. I think Hurts is the goods. I think he's really good, and I just don't think they've given him enough yet to be successful. In his first full season in Philadelphia, they made the postseason. Give him a few more weapons. It's a good draft for receivers. Get him another one. Like You're clearly already content with, with spending money and, for, and spending draft capital on receivers. Keep loading up. Keep improving the offensive line. There's still some good quality players on defense. Like, Give Hertz the opportunity to be successful. Truly evaluate whether or not he's the guy moving forward. Like if he takes a massive step back this year, Carm, then it's a problem. Well, but right. I, I don't, I don't anticipate that. I, I think he's a solid to above average quarterback in this league. I think he can be very good. Yeah, the Eagles feel like the marriage that should stay together. You got to invest in it. You need to go to couples therapy. You got to right. you, you got to get to the feelings, get it all out there, and you could have a huge win in the end, and you both could be satisfied. Uh, and that feels like what they're trying to do. But hey, uh, we've got our back door person down the street that we still want to have a drink with uh perhaps once a week and let me get this extra draft pick i think all of that is is going on in philly introducing under armor's infinity high sports bra its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body with cord out padding the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support and quick dry padding is under armor's fastest drying padding yet When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. 
Speaking of receivers, we got a bunch of people in the chat wanting to talk Chiefs and Jamison Williams, the uh, Alabama product. Do you have any thoughts on that, Ben? Should the Chiefs trade up, go go hot for a receiver now that Tyreek is uh, doing his thing in Miami and and people in Kansas City are rightfully at least a little bit concerned on how that void is going to be filled, even though they've taken some steps already. I see you, Juju, and, and company. Juju's an interesting signing. I'm not sure what level you're going to get. I mean, a couple of years ago, uh, this was still somebody that was you know top 10 in receiving yards, uh, a guy that had the ability to be like, – I, I still thought a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Like He had put up excellent numbers. And then I don't know whether it was a byproduct of, of him dealing with some injuries or, or Big Ben's arm falling off a cliff. Might have been a combination of everything. But I still think Juju in this offense can be a fairly productive player. Valdez Scantling is not Tyreek Hill. No matter how much you want to dress him up and get him hyped up about coming to Kansas City. Hot take. Uh, very, right? That, that's what you invited me on for, to, to come on this show and say that Marquez Valdez-Scantling is not Tyree Kill. This is what the people want, and I'm here to give it to them. They, I mean, they're going to get a wide receiver. They have a lot more draft capital to be able to play around with, but it's not, it's not something that in this draft – they need to go up and and trade for it. Like by the time they're drafting in the second round, like Williams may not be available, Olave may not be available, um, but maybe Drake London is six foot five, two hundred ten, really good speed out of USC. Um, Garrett Wilson, I know that he's very high on Pro Football Focus's rating, but I don't know if it's necessarily the guy that's going to go immediately in the in the draft. Sky Moore, like here's the thing about Tyreek Hill, they found him. In the fifth round. Now, granted, the reason he fell to the fifth round was because of several off-the-field incidents. Um, But they found the guy that was going to fit in this offense. Andy Reid has been able to move pieces around with his wide receivers. I I think if you're looking for speed, like maybe somebody like Sky Moore out of Western Michigan, who I I keep hearing more and more about, like not necessarily the fastest dude in the world, but like insanely shifty, really hard to tackle – he broke uh, 26 tackles last year. That was, a, that was a high in college football. And you could still even take a chance on somebody like George Pickens out of Georgia as well. So there's, there's plenty of speed in this draft where I don't think the Chiefs necessarily have to trade up to go and get a wide receiver that can fill that role. I, I, I think what, you, they, what they have to remember, though, is don't go into this draft thinking you're going to replace Tyree Kill because then it's a failure you're not going to be able to replace them. You can find guys that are going to be fits in this offense and you can adapt that offense to their skill set, which I think Andy does as well as anybody in the country. You, you believe in Brett Veach. You believe more importantly in Patrick Mahomes and you're right. Jay Ward, uh, Marquez Valdez getting MVS is definitely not his replacement, but he's a good piece. Right. And he's going to be a better piece because he's playing with the best quarterback in football. That would be, there's a luxury when you have that player. He's going to make other players, receivers especially, look better than they are. And that tends to be what happens with GOAT-level players. But, but right? he also played with Aaron Rodgers the last two years. That's fair, too. And but I- what, were, what were his numbers? Like, they, they weren't anything impressive. Like, here's, here's Green Bay's wide receiver room in 2021. Devontae Adams had 123 catches, 1,500 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Alan Lazard had 40 receptions. Marcus Valdez-Scanley had 26 receptions on 55 carries do, while playing in 11 games. Do, do you – Jay Ward is hot here on, 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 on MBS. No drops, buddy. Heisler, what the hell are you talking about over there? It's uh, easy not to have any drops when you when you don't get the ball. Well, how about this? Let's 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 just go delve into the the psyche of the Chiefs making the MVS signing. Yeah, dude, did you see the playoff game? Did you see Aaron Rodgers just staring at Devontae Adams like he was uh, the the girl across the room uh, at 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 prom or whatever at the at the seventh grade social? which used to happen back at Edgewood Junior High School in good old Highland Park, Illinois. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, there's, They've got to have some analysis going on that he's going to be better with us than he was there, or else they wouldn't have done the deal. Of course. I'm not here to say it's a bust from the very get-go. That's not fair to anybody involved. I 
Just know that if we're talking about elite quarterback play, I'm not behind the argument that all of a sudden it's Patrick Mahomes and not Aaron Rodgers, and that elevates his game. Like it, you know what I mean? Like if if we're going from a situation where he was playing in the with the Bears last year, or was playing with the Lions, and all of a sudden he goes to the Chiefs, then yeah, you can use that as the basis of your argument. If they're trying to find somebody that's going to fit in their system, and they they gave him a good amount of money, like more money than I thought it would take to get a Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah. But they gave him like what 30, 30 million over three years? Like yep. that's that's fairly substantial, even though it's not elite wide receiver money. It tells me that they're going to make sure that he is used effectively in that offense. But I just don't know what his ceiling is. And I, I don't know what his floor is either because it's been so hit or miss in Green Bay with another elite quarterback throwing them the football. Uh, so I'm I'm loving this uh, this topic, but I want to I want to swing over just because you made me think of something here with trying to get value in the draft when you need players. I like the Chiefs seeking a receiver and and Tyreek drop into the fifth round. Do you think it's ever happened where a team's like, look, dude, we really want you. We're not going to be able to get you until the third round. So if you could just go out and make some terrible news. Like, you know, don't do anything really bad like that would impact your family. But like, uh, you know, if you could like get one of your cop friends to just arrest you with a fake DUI, that'd be sweet. And so and then and, and just get it out there and then we're going to draft you. Do you think that's ever happened? No, Because teams literally will do anything to they'll, they'll, they'll like. I'm telling you, they, they, like it, on the on the plus side of things, they, guys, look, I'm not going to interview with you. I will not draft with you. I'll do John Elway back in the day or whatever. I'm not showing up. I, there's no way I'm playing for you. But maybe even a more aggressive, like, hey, just uh, get 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 a get a get a fake police report filed. We'll get it. We'll blast it everywhere, and then we're going to take you in the third round. We'll pay that off. Nobody will know, and 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 we're going to give you a lucrative contract down the line when this all pans out. You think that's ever happened? No. Wait, no. Are you, are you crazy? The guy's going to lose out on millions of dollars and and get his cop friend to. Arrest him on a not, fake DUI. Not lose out. Not, the third round. Not lose out. Have you ever heard of cash under the table? Let's go. Not lose out. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Like I, of all the the wild NFL draft conspiracy theories, like that's one that I haven't heard. Who's so, with like, me? Jay Ward, are you with? Is that is Jay, Jay Ward? Are you with me? Or you're not with me. I know. I, I get that you're entertained, but I want to know if you're with me. Who's with me? This I, has happened. I'm. I'm very much entertained. You, you know what I think does happen, and 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 I don't think I know this has happened. If there's a really shitty team at the top of the draft, and you're a set first round pick, and you know that that shitty team has interest in you, I'm sure there's times where maybe you went into the interview kind of half-assed it, uh, kind of expected. To. Yeah, yeah. But but that's, we're, we're talking about, like, maybe a, a little bit of money, like, from being a number one overall pick to a number four overall pick. Like, if you're supposed to be a first or a second round pick and you fall to the third because of a DUI report that was drummed up by your police officer friend, <laughs> that that just doesn't happen. And then you got to, well, how are you going to explain that when you're trying to get your next contract? Listen, we know uh, you put up some, some really solid numbers in this league. We do I have really some want- concerns about your, your character, obviously, you know, bringing you into this community uh, with this report. What are you going to go and say, listen, between you and me, never really happened. I told, <laughs> like, this is like, it's like Manti Teo, but worse. It's like, you're in on it. I, I know something that doesn't exist. Like I, Manti Teo is the greatest. That was fantastic. Uh, okay, I know there are guys that have gone into draft interviews and have like basically fallen asleep. I don't. I, I'm old man Carm right now. That's not, the names are not popping uh, into my head. But like, and like the, the 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 GM's like, dude, you can do this interview as bad as you want to do it. We're still drafting you. Just so you know. You can have the worst interview of all time. We're picking you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And you best get on board with being a whatever. Let's it call was it Isaiah your... Wilson of the New York Giants that that fell asleep in the middle <laughs> of uh, in, the, in the middle of the meeting. 
I mean, see? Great. It's not the same. I'm just talking to – listen, I'm moving it forward in a more aggressive way. Hey, this, this, listen, this is what you got to do. Go on social media – and 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 fall into the ocean like uh, because you do 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 a do a Tom Brady Super Bowl celebration and let's and and then we'll, we got you and we'll take care of you. As I mean, somebody who I know has hustled his entire life, everything from radio to vending to millions of other jobs to to make sure that that you were at the top, making sure that you were working whatever chance you got. Are you really giving up on guaranteed coin in the not for long I, league? I, I'm oh. not. I'm not. But I'm a conservative. I'm the guy that's uh, you know trying to put the twenty five dollars into the Bitcoin each week. But I don't necessarily. Yes. Re- the only way you get twenty five dollars to put into the Bitcoin account each week is if you have the money to put it there. It's like the Seinfeld line. It's like you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. That's really the most important part of the reservation, the hold. You need the money to deposit the money. Otherwise, it doesn't work out. To Jay Ward's point, too, Jay Ward, you're a star of the show today, you would probably have to play with the same team your whole career after that unless you just completely ball out. That's not true. If other teams see that you're great, they don't care about any of that. They want you. That's how it works. There's no morality in football. Are you good or are you not good? Or are you going to – yeah, that I mean, part I, is entirely true. Yeah, but I, so, you just don't know how long it's gonna last. I, I get so, it. I mean, I, why more? Like on eleven thirty eight a.m. Central Time on, on a Tuesday, did not expect that comment. Like you, that that surprised me, Carm. Like that was that caught me off guard. Like I am, if I was sleeping through the morning trying to get myself amped up for Tiger, like I am a fully awake now. I'm fully I, awake. I thought I had you at golf sucks to start the show. Um. And there's, there's other people that agree with you. I, you, know, you know, I hated golf for the first 30 years of my life. I don't know whether it was, maybe it was a little bit longer. Maybe it was like 31, 32. I got into golf during the, the start of the pandemic. I was trying to think of something to watch, something to do. I realized that you could play daily fantasy and bet on it. I started investing in a little bit more. Um, my, my son was like about to turn one. I realized you know, maybe it might be nice to go and, and get out in nature and walk around and, and have a couple beers and, and chase a ball around for four and a half hours. I, I think I'm going to give this another try. Sure enough, one of, the, one of the best decisions I've ever made was to pick up pick up the set again. I, if our family ever goes on vacation, Carm, like my my brother and my dad always used to be the ones to play, and I was with my mom and my sister doing whatever else while they were playing golf. And then my sister's boyfriend came on a vacation one time. He joined the guys. And so I let, said, okay, this is it. This is it. Now I need to, to figure this out again. I'm still terrible, but God, it is fun. Okay. Give it a try. Hey, oh, hey, listen, I, I, I'm going to play my okay. standard two rounds of golf this summer. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to be incredibly annoyed by all the miserable athletes that are out there that stand over their putt and think somehow, some way that like, athletic ability is going to hit them with a lightning bolt and they're going to be able to focus a little bit more and that thing's going to go in the hole and that's going to validate their pathetic athletic existence or they're going to sit there on the tee and do five warm-ups like just swing you're going to you're going to, you're slicing it down the right side you're hooking it you're hooking it left you're going to dribble it down the fairway and just get in the cart and move it along five hour round in the like kill me no. i that, that part is fair. Ready, play golf. I'm, I'm fully ready. Play golf. You're away. I've not done one. You know the crouch when when you're on the when right. you're uh, going yeah. and lying yeah. in the lineup with five foot putt, and you're like, all right, let's. Don't you don't even need to putt. Just oh, pick it up. Let's go, I, one putt. Let's let's move along. Nothing's one happening. Putt you're done. There's no yeah. there's no three putts no. when you play with Carm. What what'd you score? Seven. Give yeah, seven. Okay, right. Just slide again. I mean, it's just it's just the whole the whole thing's exhausting. All right, uh, fair enough. All right, uh, all right, let, let's 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 remotely stay on track here. Uh, I want to talk Seahawks with you. What do do? Should they trade? Will they trade? Should they trade? What do you do with DK Metcalf? The Jets were hot and bothered trying to get Tyreek. It didn't happen. To me, it makes a whole lot of sense. You're you're you've got Drew Lock and and who else over there? Who's the backup? I I put it in my notes because I knew I'd forget. Um, Jacob Eason. 
Uh, and uh, and DK saying that he hasn't heard anything about trade rumors. To me, the dude's 24. I mean, that sucks. I, I, I Maybe on that level, like he's got a long runway here. You can keep him through this, whatever you're doing. Maybe they go out and get Baker at some point. I don't know. Uh, but he's also, you're going to get a premium for this dude. He's DK Dan Metcalf. Yeah. I think the only way that they really trade him is if they get a Tyreek Hill style haul for him. Because even if you keep him for another year, he's still only going to be 24, 25 years old. He's still going to be entering the prime of his career. Like unless he suffers some sort of awful injury in the process, um, he's going to still have a bunch of value following this season. Maybe we'll get a little bit more for him now, but I think if you're Seattle, you hang on to him because you're trying to figure out where the next quarterback is going to come from. So let's say they do trade for Baker. Let's, let's, let's say that that's a possibility. They get him, uh, they get him at the lowest of lows, you know, consider it as an upside play. Say, all right, Cleveland did you wrong. We know that there was some back and forth stuff there that maybe you probably could have done better, but we believe in you. And we're going to give you an opportunity in the Pacific Northwest to turn it around. And, and then you go ahead and, and you trade your, your best, pass catching weapon that that doesn't do him any favors either right i think regardless of of whether it's baker or garoppolo or a guy that they draft or drew locker whoever it ends up being what what seattle faced for a long time was trying to deal with russell wilson money and building a successful team around him part of the reason that they were in back-to-back super bowls and won one was because they were paying russ on a rookie contract and they could afford to pay the Legion of Boom guys on defense and other areas on that team for them to be successful. Then when Russ got that quarterback money and deservedly so that hamstrung them. So now you have a situation where you're not paying anybody that kind of money anymore. And you can figure out whether or not your next quarterback is going to be the dude. And if you surround him with talent right away, that gives you a better indication of whether or not that's going to be a long-term answer. And especially if they end up uh, drafting somebody, now you've got a five-year window where they're not going to be making anything. But if they show that they can ball out with some really good wide receivers and Metcalf and Lockett, that gives you an indication as to whether or not you're on the right track. So I think they're going to keep him unless a team just blows them away for an offer. I don't think they're going to be actively searching to move him. You Do you use him more than, hey, you're now Debo Samuel, dude. We're going to take our shitty quarterback and we're just going to somehow get you the ball and you can just go wreck people. We're going to make you a slash running back slash receiver. I mean, I don't know. I think is the way you use them is going to have to change because your talent level change. And by the way, if I'm the Seahawks, hey, Cleveland, what do you want for Baker? I'm I, like, I would be. I'd be trying to get I'd be getting him for a song and dance. And, and I would think that Cleveland would want to do that. Like there is he is right now to me undervalued i think at this point yeah like the the way that he got off to his nfl career was really positive then they ended up going to the playoffs and certainly a lot of up and down but still number one overall draft pick still somebody that's towards the end of his rookie contract i, I think it makes a lot of sense the the problem is like you had to see how just to figure out who they are are they a team with Pete carroll in his early 70s ready to do a full teardown and rebuild? Or do they think that they still have a chance in a really competitive division? Like we just talked about the Rams. They're the top of the Buccaneers to win the NFC. San Francisco is right behind them. They have a rookie quarterback, or excuse me, a second year quarterback uh, that got on the field very rarely, yet there's still a lot of belief that they can be a great team. Arizona was at one point the number one team in the NFL until falling off a cliff, which is what they've done consistently under Cliff Kingsbury. So I, I think Seattle, it, it makes sense that if they decide to be a rebuilding team at this time, figures that out. But that rebuild can go a lot faster once you identify who that replacement long-term is going to be for Russell Wilson. If they don't find the guy this year, then I think you can go ahead and, and move on from, from DK Metcalf and other notable players on that roster. But I, I just don't know if they're they're there right yet. I think they're still trying to figure out who they are. If they still think they contend, then then yeah, Baker makes a lot of sense on a let's just buy low at the lowest point for this guy. DK Metcalf diet. Um, you know, do you understand what he eats, Heiss? Because uh, 
He apparently I just want to be on the DK Metcalf diet before he was on a diet because that that was looking pretty good to me. Um, one meal, one coffee, three to four bags of candy per day. Uh, that's a little confusing. I figured that DK was doing uh, uh, an acai uh, smoothie with a with a with a kale salad and a dip dip for a four three forty and. But he's apparently he's having three to four bags of candy per day. Good to be 24 years old. And, um, yeah, how many bags of candy do you eat a day? Probably more than I should. Like, <laughs> what? Well, you and I were, you and I, well, you and I were talking, like, before we went on about, like, both of us trying to, trying to drop a few LBs and the whole intermittent fasting thing. Like, it's, it's, it's great in my head, but, like, sweets – like that's that's a full kryptonite for your guy Benny Ice. Like that's yeah. it's hanging around the house. Whether it's a it's a cookie, a little bit of ice cream. I will convince myself that even though I did not earn that, that I will go ahead and enjoy it, and then I will make up for it the next day. But right, I don't. Right, right. I, I try to do a little bit of running, and and I, I can't. You're I can't you, do it. You're and walking you're, a golf course. I am walking the <laughs> golf course. You're right, and that that's a nice little seven eight miles when I do it if I play eighteen, but. It's not going to replace the the pack of you know no pack no of candy no, no you're you have a, you you're, you've 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 acquired a hobby uh, the sport of golf and uh, yeah no I, I get it I get it we we got issues here uh, DK all right I guess we're we're overall predicting that you're going to stay in Seattle um, but uh, listen you do want to deal with organizations that don't know what the hell they're doing that would be the New York Jets and. Maybe there's a panic that they didn't get Tyreek and they just overpay and somehow, some way, DK does end up on the move. Uh, best offseason so far. That's a question we have on today's show. Uh, my guy, I'm, I'm repping my guy Josh Hill, who uh, is a huge Bucks fan. I was asking him, who do you think? And he's like, ah, what do you mean? It's got to be the Bucks. And I'm, and it's, and like, I think that's just a fair take because they were, in essence, done. And now they're Super Bowl contenders again. So that really no one else else has had that big of a swing. Right. I'm with you there, especially given where they were and where the expectations were. At the start of the offseason, there was a general sense amongst odds makers that the that the NFC South was anybody's division. Isn't that nuts? Like considering what we know now, like maybe the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith's second year can finally take a step forward. Then the Calvin Ridley situation happened. Matt Ryan got traded, so they're going to stink. Carolina, desperate, trying to figure out what's going to be the next situation for them. Is Matt Rule going to stay on in his job? They don't have a quarterback. Got other weapons around that team, but nobody at the quarterback position, so they're not going to be good. And then we just talked about New Orleans. Like They have a short-term answer at quarterback. They just traded a bunch of draft capital to get a couple more picks in the first round. Defense is very good. But again, like there's three teams in that division, Carm, that don't know what the hell they're doing long-term at quarterback. Like That's fairly substantial. So Tampa Bay, not only do they get Brady back, but they get Godwin back. They get Fournette back. Several guys on their defense are, are, are going to be coming back from, from some bad injuries last year. Of course they're in the best position for it. If you're looking for another team just to say, like, all right, who else has had a good offseason? I've mentioned it on the show before, but the Colts getting out of the Carson Wentz deal essentially unscathed is remarkably impressive. They knew they were moving on from him. Chris Ballard recognized that mistake. And yes, it cost them you know, an early round draft pick to get him, but they recouped some of that back. Washington was all about trying to bring him back into the division, despite the Colts trying desperately and telegraphing the fact that they wanted to move on from him. So they get out of that deal. They acquire Matt Ryan, who I still think has some game left. And the odds makers agree. They moved the Colts from 25 to 1 up to 18 to 1 by the time that deal was done over at WinBet. They like the Colts' roster. They think that there's upside there. And they also, amongst all the AFC teams, have the easiest path to not only winning a division – but but also probably towards moving up in one of the higher spots in the AFC because that's just going to be a conference that beats the hell out of each other. So I think the Colts, if you're looking for a competitor on the Buccaneers side, I, I think they're probably the team because they got out of a contract of a player that they didn't want at the most important position. 
Yep. All that is, is, is spot on. Um, Heist, I know you're slightly short on time, so I want to get Justin Fields in here. Yeah. Um, so our guy, Danny Parkins, needs to be mentioned on the show. Park, Park. I don't think he's ever watched Deck in the Box, but Parko, we're shouting you, shouting you out. Uh, good friend of both of ours. Used to work with him. I used to work with him, all that. And he had on Ron Veal, who was uh, Justin Fields' quarterback's coach. And... Veal says on the radio that Fields was pissed about the game plan against the Cleveland Browns where Fields ended up throwing for one net yard in his first ever start in the NFL. Um, and that, you know, he here's a rookie quarterback who is making news, I guess, complaining about how he was coached. And Justin Fields is the only thing that matters in Chicago. And by the way, check out uh, the Windy City Podcast where we're, they are. there's a sweepstakes for a Justin Fields jersey. Follow at the Carm and you get a shot at it. Same thing with Patrick A. Schmidt on Twitter. There you go. Um, it's, a, it's a sweet jersey. Get involved. We'll be doing this for a month and uh, somebody's going to get it. But uh, And then, you know, there's pictures – that he's showing himself on Instagram and himself working out and him and Darnell Mooney are in Atlanta ah, for an old, for the old hat over here. Like, dude, love you. Think you're going to be good, but you complaining about how you were coached kind of should be beneath you and you working out and, and doing things in the off season. You don't need to publicize that. Put it behind closed doors. You don't need to like there. There's it's 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 you know under wraps. Why why do we got to do like n- n- neither of these things in my mind reflect well on him right now. That's what I'm saying. All right, Karn. So let's let let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Did Justin Fields go on our guy Danny Parkins and, and Matt Spiegel's show in Chicago to publicly complain about the coaching staff, or was it his quarterback coach when when asked a, a question? Is the quarterback it, it, coach? It, it, it was, but. Do you think that his quarterback coach doesn't say, hey, dude, I'm going to be on the radio. Do you care if I say this? You think they didn't have that conversation? He's, he's just going rogue. I'm going to throw – I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to try to sort of defend my guy. That's – I mean, it's 50-50 to me. Like, anybody it, it, who, right. But anybody who watched that game saw that there was – Sure, 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 sure. It was a bad game plan. Like, the, the game plan in, in his first ever start, against an elite level pass rush with an offensive line in shambles did not go to mass max protect once did not do anything anything the the most important player on that team for that year and for the future had no help and was put in a situation where he could have been seriously hurt and if fields is out here making a bunch of noise saying that that was just a complete disaster of, of, a, of a coaching staff. It, 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 he'd be right. But he said he was pissed. Like, how are you not? Like, you watched the game. He was in that game. And, yes, he held on to the, the ball for too long. But there were times where he, he didn't have more than a second or two to throw because they did nothing to put their quarterback in a position to be successful. That is, that is the job. Win a game and make sure your quarterback doesn't get hurt. And they tried to do both on the complete opposite end of it. So anybody that had eyes knew that that was a terrible job by the coaching staff. Fields is telling the truth, and he didn't go on the radio and say it. It was his quarterback coach, and he said to him, "Yeah, I was pissed, and he should be. He should be rightfully pissed." Two things. Two things. Two things. Number one, your dog is 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 irritated by how bad this take is, and had to get up and is like trying to tell you to just just. What, yeah. what, can, can we get a name of the animal, please? That was this is amazing. this is Luna coming up on on three years uh, that we've had her uh, in the Heisler home. Uh, oh, amazing, Luna. amazing rescue dog. We love her. Uh, what's up, Luna? You're that was an amazing moment for Luna, dude. I'm not saying he wasn't coached well. Of course, he was coached terribly, but. High road. Hello. Take it. Like he doesn't. He, he, he I understand that he, he didn't say he shouldn't work in the NFL again. He said he was pissed. Everybody on that team was pissed watching <laughs> that. Every Bears fan 
that saw oh, a second what, of that game was oh, best. Like that's just honest, Car. We what do we ask out of our out of the the, the athletes that we enjoy watching? Like above the fray, the canned answers. Be be open. Like not everything is a secret. He, and he didn't even say it. I'm not going to hold that against them. And as far as the workout stuff, man, like that's just guys in in sports right now. They like they enjoy that side of it. It's part of their brand. It's part of their marketing. Like. It's smart business to be doing that as well. Now, if he goes on the field and stinks again, then it's going to be an easy target for him. But he's well aware. I, I, I'm not holding Justin Fields okay. right, listen, for listen, any of this. Listen, 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 listen. No more workout pictures. We don't need them. We got it. We get it. You're working. You should be working. Gonzo, by the way, what's up? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, it, that, that, that's, I, I, that's, that's okay. We got it. Appreciate it. And 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 no more comments trickling out from your inner circle about whatever unhappiness. I don't want to hear something about like Allen Robinson and him didn't get along because of X, Y, and Z. Just just we are moving forward. Uh, and even worse would be I don't like what's going on currently with uh, how the offense is being constructed. I have no help around me, which would be a very fair take that he could say that sh- none of that stuff can be getting out. Uh, listen so that's all i'm saying just just button it up head down old school up when he didn't say anything car uh, he his circle is speaking his circle is speaking on the radio did you ever george kohler limo driver for michael jeffrey jordan was he ever on the radio speaking about his inner thoughts no control your circle don't don't be going on the radio and talking about my upset that is that if if Fields is, is calling him up around, dude, what are you doing? Don't be pu- don't be going on Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel's radio show and, and talking about my upset. That is that is absolutely not something you should be doing. He should be pissed that that got out. He should not want that. It doesn't help him at all. I think he's speaking the truth, and every Bears fan completely agrees with his assessment of what happened. We all have truths to speak. We all have complaints about our boss, our former bosses. It doesn't. We don't need it to be run, rolling around on the internet. Uh, you know, come on. You want the truth about your deepest, darkest thoughts of your 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 wife out there? It's not quite the same, but you know, I, no, it's nowhere near the same. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, the, the takes it, it, it is. I it is. Like, I, I'm on. I'm on this show like for fifteen. Now I got. Now I got Hunter mad at me that I'm that, that, that my deepest like like I uh, listen. I wasn't even talking about Hunter. I was going up, up further up the food chain. I was going all the way to Zach Pass. I, I don't want all the, you know, I don't want all those thoughts out there. I love you, Zach Pass. But this is not, you don't, we don't need to hear your complaints about former bosses. I'm, I'm not, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not, it's not good. Heist, great to be with you. Fun show today, brother. Great, great show. Always love talking to you, Carm, even in the midst of all this. By the way, <laughs> uh, definitely would recommend anybody who loves, loves the masters, just enjoys uh, getting in on a good master's pool. BetSided is offering one for free. Winner gets $250 in a Visa gift card. Uh, you can go and follow at BetSided on Twitter. All the details, all the info is right there. Sign up, pick five golfers. You don't have to worry about anything else. Uh, and if your team wins, you get 250 bucks. So make sure you guys check that out. Jay Ward, Gonzo, Jalen, whoever, Eddie E, Sean Daly. Love you guys. Thanks for everybody in the chat. Get involved in heists. Go make yourself some money. And bet Tiger not to make the cut. We'll see you next time. Uh, Play ready golf on stacking the box. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.